welcome back to the Shine Podcast. Today, I have really been reflecting as I am an avid podcast listener and thinking about how I have not shared a lot of the things that have changed in my life, although there's been some like nuggets of that here and there in episodes of what has changed for me. And I want to share a little bit of my journey with you today. Whew, four years ago, a lot certainly has changed, like I said, since I first started this podcast. And although I've been hesitant to share more about what's happening, and that's really only because I wanted to keep this evergreen, that way if you listen years from now, it still is with the times and current, and you can just fly right through these and it feels like I'm speaking to you today. But I have also dropped a lot of little nuggets nuggets of what has been new, and 2024 means I am a bride this year, and I'm getting married to the most lovely man. So yay! (laughs) I am a bride this year and life has truly shifted so much since January of 2020, which we all know, I think a lot of our lives have shifted a lot since then. And now I want to start telling you that all of the things that I've been talking your ear off for the last four years about are things that I also have been implementing in my life, mind shifts, mindset shifts I've had to make for me, conversations that I took to heart, that I cried about, that I wrote about in my journal, and things that helped me continue to grow and be just a better human. So these conversations haven't been just to you or directed to you. It's things that have meant a lot to me that I wanted you to be able to share with as well. So first, I want to start with something a little different and what I wanted to do with my goals this year. Of course, I had aspects of goals that I want to accomplish with numbers I want to achieve, different career goals, growth I want, and some things like travel and savings and money and all of those things. But two things that I'm leaning into this year are believing in what I want to manifest and intentional time with friends and growing those relationships. So what I did is I I sat down and thought of a number that corresponded with what I want to make this year. And it's doable. I mean, it's a huge stretch, (laughs) but it is a doable number. So then after I figured those numbers out, I started manifesting a number I wanted by this weekend. This is my slow season. I very often feel overwhelmed and Something incredible happened. The things that I desired and I put out there, I started getting tested in, like immediately. Now I will say, I don't think I was even being specific enough in how I wanted to receive this X amount of dollars to come to me by the weekend. But when I said I wanted a certain a dollar amount to come, I started receiving gifts. And funny enough, the book I'm rereading, which is Get Rich Lucky Bitch, talks about this very thing that we often disregard the things that might come to us in gifts. So if we're not specific in how we want to receive the thing we want to receive, in this case money, we could be receiving that and how we asked, but a completely different way. So I have incredible people and women around me. And that next week after I asked, a friend offered to take me to the spa as a thank you gift. And right here is usually when I'd say no both because of the money being offered in the situation and the time that I would convince myself I couldn't take off from being in front of the computer. There's no way I could possibly do this. 
but this is what I said I wanted. And when I say that, I fully believe these things start coming this way to you first in smaller ways to almost like test you. You know, you say you want this and an opportunity comes and you say no. I fully believe that that's like blocking you from that next blessing or next opportunity or next thing coming your way. So (laughs) I said yes, reluctantly, because I still have those feelings of not feeling worthy of these things. But I said yes because this friend is absolutely an incredible woman, incredible friend, confidant, and she is so thoughtful and encouraging and very intentional with her time and words. So I knew that she meant this as a gift and I wanted to do that and spend time with her. But it also, I wanted to say yes in showing the universe that I actually did indeed want to start manifesting the gifts and intentional time with the women that I just had said that I wanted. So the book that I have been rereading talks in very specifics about not disregarding those things. So I sat down and started writing how I felt I was getting gifts that would easily cost money in a way. So I might be receiving money, but not in the way that I thought. There wasn't cash in my hand, (laughs) but I was receiving money. The first two weeks came in a pouring of vendors that were willing and wanting to help with wedding things, which it maybe wasn't a ton, but it still isn't money out of my pocket and it still is saving me. I also got a class to try a free workout class in I wanted, and then I did something I didn't even realize I was doing, but is probably a very deep habit of mine. Because I said I didn't feel worthy so very quickly, without me realizing it, I started closing off to these things. Because I was like, oh my gosh, this is too much, too fast. And not oddly enough, soon all of those offers stopped coming my way. I wasn't getting inquiries for a couple days. I wasn't receiving money, both forms of gifts or small gestures, anything. It stopped. So I sat again with my book and journal and thought about why all of a sudden had this pouring into me stopped. And I knew it was me. I was stopping it by already feeling unworthy and knew that I had to shift my heart and my mind once again that I did indeed want this. And later that day, I had another gift offered that would help me save a little bit of money as well. Now, these aren't like $20,000 gifts. Sometimes it's a little wine or like that free workout class. And some may be larger than others, but what they do is they help me and they still feel like tests of, okay, you wanted these things to come your way. Are you actually going to grab hold of these opportunities or are you just going to wait till you feel good about everything and everything is aligned and perfect, which by the way, isn't ever going to happen. But these things do help me emotionally. They help clear my head. They help grow my relationships. And they're kind of like that trickling in of the very thing that I boldly said that I wanted. What I've noticed for myself and for other people is these trickling ins in will come when you ask for something and say you want it. And it's not going to be like, boom, here's your $50,000. Although if that happens to you, like grab a hold of that. Absolutely. But usually there's just little trickling to show you these things are coming your way. But are you going to say yes to these things? Because if you can't handle the small things, I don't think sometimes we're not given those bigger things. And in this, I think it's almost a way for us to work diligently on our head and heart to be open to the things we say we want. 
Because I know as a woman, when I start getting gifts or offers, I immediately associate with guilt and not deserving of it still at the age of 36. And still, even though I've worked so hard to get through this and all the books and the mentors and the highs and lows and therapy, and I still have to check myself daily. I'm also making sure not to disregard the small, like, quote, tests, like I said, I like to call it. Like the gift card you get for picking up a friend from the airport or the $5 off you win at your local store and adding up all those things and people and time and conversation as importance into pouring into you as part of the thing that you're manifesting. And those things we tend to overlook very quickly because we're not getting the cash in hand, but it's still part of that manifesting. Before I met Matt, I wanted to have those girlfriends I could rely on. But the problem is, I also didn't feel worthy of stepping out from my computer. I absolutely had a scarcity mindset in business that if I stepped away, I'd be losing money. But I watched Matt work hard during the day, and then he also lived life fully, filled with things that he loves doing in the evenings when I felt like, oh, I shouldn't be doing that. I can catch up on work. And I wasn't doing a good job at cultivating those relationships I said I wanted. But I'm working on that slowly. (laughs) I want those friendships that fill my cup. And I know how important it is for me, honestly, to remain even like a sane person. I need those people. But it's easy for me to make up excuses why I can't or that I shouldn't. And I started the year going to a tea, going to a new workout with a friend, meeting up with a few friends, going to the spa with one of the most amazing women, And now throwing a little Galentine's party for some women I love too. I also said yes to a girl's trip this year that if I'm being honest with you, I'm still working on not feeling guilty for. So although so much has changed in these four years, this feels like another pivotal year for me. I'm getting married. We got another dog to add to the craziness. I am rereading books instead of new ones to reflect on what I've learned and what sticking points I may still have or new sticking points I have. And when I started January of 2020, I started because I knew I wanted to reach women, have conversations with women, grow and share all of these things. And the idea actually came to me when I was sitting in a hotel room on a photography business trip in Oklahoma all by myself. And I started because I knew as I was healing from a divorce and then a toxic relationship, starting over and feeling alone, I knew those feelings wouldn't last but I wanted to share the stories with you and help grow more than just the one-on-one photography, but to be able to have this larger platform. But actually looking back, I think I might have been a little bit too careful with not sharing too much as I never wanted to reveal what I was still healing, which I believe in still. I know I've talked about this before, but what I feel comfortable talking about when it comes to wounds is this tidbit that I learned and that is when it's a scar and it's no longer a scab, then I can share about that because you can share about it from a healing place rather than a still something that needs to be healed. So when the healing is there, but can reflect back and now I know what happened and what I can gain or pivot or shift from it, then I can be open. And I'm really looking forward to the goals I set this year, not just rooted in numbers, but in growth in relationships and filling my cup adventures and love between the girlfriends that I so desire and part of the reason I chose this is because it finally feels right I have a foundation where I feel good where I can pour back into people and they can pour into me as well 
and it feels like this is the right year to focus on that where other years I know I have to focus on my business as a goal and other years I have to focus on whatever that looks like. So there's no wrong way to be setting goals. I just know for me this year, focusing on the girlfriends that I have in my life feels incredibly important and a good place. I use HoneyBook.com for my photography business and my podcast. I have them set as separate companies so that I can change back and forth with seeing my specific design for each company that holds my signatures, forms, invoices, and something I absolutely love for podcasting, the scheduler. So when I have someone on the show, they get to choose the time that works best on the calendar for them that I've already set that works for me. It also sends automation that I've created so my clients and guests know what to expect and reminders to do so. I also used to be one of those physical calendar girls, but switched because of all that HoneyBook offers. I also have each project there where I send proposals that attach the contracts and outlines everything included for my clients, including invoices. I can set up with payment plans that work best for me, and I even hear the cha-ching noise every time I get paid. It truly is my client flow management system for booking, managing, and getting paid all in one place. And now, with my referral link, you can get... 50% off your first year simply by going to share.honeybook.com slash Shauna Star to get started and start your free trial. That's 50% off your first year with share.honeybook.com slash Shauna Star. You will absolutely love all that it has to offer. So start making your client management nice and sweet with HoneyBook. So I want to compare January 2020. I was just quitting one full-time job, about to start a part-time job to replace it until I could go full-time and rely on my photography business. I was in a bad relationship that left me anxious and constantly on edge, and it was a good thing it was almost over at this point. That was after my divorce, and I was still looking for more friends that were deep and meaningful. I had a few, but I wasn't investing in a lot of them yet, and I just was starting this podcast. This was a few years after I had just moved alone to Florida and then started my life over, living with friends and people for a few months who would take me in until I found a home, which I did January of 2018. Now, January of 2024, Matt and I have been together for three years. We're building and growing together, and he's honestly the biggest encourager of me making time for the things and people I love, and he sees what a difference it makes when I spend time amazing women. And if I don't talk to my mom for a few days, he's also asking why or when I will. And we have a house that is now a home for us. We added that other pup to the mix. And now we're working on our wedding that will take place this year. I am a full-time photographer and part-time podcaster. And although it's not perfect, and I always want to continue to grow both in business and our relationship together, and the relationships we have with our friends and family, it's This is one of the reasons I set goals because I'm looking back at the changes and the belief systems I had that shifted and the mindset shifts and the leaps of faith I had in business and had to take and to take action, the things that didn't work so I knew more that would. And I also have healed some of the relationships, but I've also learned which ones can't be mended even if I try to mend them. So more than anything, I actually hope that this lets you feel 
and lets you know that the goals that you set, no matter how small, aren't silly or in vain or irrelevant. They actually are a part in helping you guide to the next steps that you can't even fathom or see yet. And it might not be where you end up where you think, but it will be part of the process to the next year and the next goals and the next few years after that. And all I could do in those moments as I think back is rely on people who loved me, set goals and work on them diligently and have faith that it will and can get better. But I also want to make sure to say that it is okay to sit in the place where life sometimes just sucks and say it sucks for now. Because never would I have thought that I'd be with this wonderful man on the path that I am now. And it's honestly so fun to now reflect on the decisions we each had to make to end up where we are, to end up together. And it's a crazy path and crazy story. It's Part of why I fully still go with my gut instinct along with logic because it leads me to the right place. I know that I'm on the right path and I'm making the correct decisions for me. So I am a bride this year and never in January of 2020 could I have imagined that. I actually flipped back to the front of my current journal that I'm writing in and I was hoping that it was going to be January of 2020. It's not. Have to go find that one. <laughs> but the first entry of this one says... You will see true growth only when you take action to develop your voice. And another entry was most people are going to experience great struggles at the bottom of the canyon and use it as a sign that they're in the wrong place, that if it were right, it would just fall into place. And reflecting back on all these words that I wrote years ago, in the struggling times, in the relationship, the unknowing, the building part of business, not seeing the next step, it doesn't necessarily mean you're on the wrong place when you're in that canyon. For me, it was part of the story. It's when I made the decisions. It's when I took leaps of faith. And hopefully those things also help women around me. I'm 36 years old this year. And as a 36-year-old bride, I can tell you things are very different for what's important for our wedding. And as a photographer witnessing and attending over 2,000 weddings, yep, 2,000, it's put into perspective very easily for me. There will, of course, be traditional aspects, but as true Shauna and Matt fashion together, there will be hints of us together in it all. Things to make it special for us both as a couple that we can share in those small moments and for those traveling to see us and to celebrate with us. So how much can change in four years? Depending on the circumstances sometimes, sure but it can also be used as a stepping stone for your story, for your pivoting, for your growth, and for your goals to be bigger and more than you could have thought those years ago. And even though we very often overestimate what we can do in a day, we underestimate what can happen in a year or four years. And that's why that action needs to be there and those goals need to be there so you can reflect back and see what you accomplished, what you need to change, what you need to pivot, and where you are in life now that hopefully is a much more peaceful place. Thank you for joining me for another episode of the Shine Podcast. If you don't already, please go and like Shine Podcast with Shauna Star on Instagram. Give it a like and give me a